This program is sponsored by the partners and friends of True Agape Christian Church. God made Adam to own and possess everything on the face of this earth. He gave it to him. Told him what to do. Amen. Take care of it. Work over it. Take care of it. Amen. And he lost it because of his disobedience. He lost it into the, into the one that says in the book of Luke, these are the words of Satan when he was talking to Jesus. He said, if you would just bow down and worship me, he said, over half of my kingdom, I will give to you for it is mine to give. Can you believe that he said that to God? He said that to God. Was he lying? Adam gave it to him. Adam gave it to him. Jesus came back and repossessed the title deed. He repossessed the title deed and it became a legal thing. It's legal in heaven. It's legal on earth for you to live good. Word to God that you can see that about yourself. Jesus made it legal for you to live good. It is said that Constantine, during the time of his reign, amen, said toward the Christians, amen, you will be allowed to teach all of these things that you're teaching concerning about this man named Jesus. You'll be allowed to, to teach all of that. Only don't talk about prosperity. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Do you know that Roman 10 and 14 ends by saying these words, how shall they hear without a preacher? Well, get ready to hear and receive a faith-filled preacher, Pastor Clifford Kraft, who is about to deliver you a word straight from God. Now, here is today's message. That information at some point got with the popes and the popes made certain determinations about what would be taught from the scripture and what would not be taught from the scripture. And when a person's mind have been so polarized and have been so trained to believe a certain way you can see the truth and never even see it. If you didn't know your colors and you're a child, and I told you, amen, that that color right there was blue, what color would you say it is? Because that's the color it would be to you. I know, I know, but I'm messing, messing some of y'all up too much. Hallelujah. Amen. It would be only, amen, when I tapped into something, tapped into the truth, and found out that right there is not blue. You've been lying to me. That's gray. That ain't blue. The Bible teaches that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. That we may know what? What is the hope of his calling? Come, you know what? You know what? You know, hold, hold. Before I go any further, let me read that right quickly. Come on, come on. Y'all go with me. 
turn your Bible to the, to the book of Ephesians. I'm just going to read that a little bit. I ain't going to read it all. I ain't gonna, I'm not going to read it all. Just a little bit. Glory be to God. I feel, man, I feel the Holy Ghost. I do. Hallelujah. Let the truth, let the truth flow. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at what this shit says. Ah, I feel God. I feel God. Look at you will in Ephesians chapter 1. Like I said, I'm just going to read a little bit of this. Now, it is suggested, and I strongly agree and suggested also, that this is a prayer that was given to the church, that the church was, was supposed to pray and pray it as frequently as you possibly can. Some pray it daily. Reason being is because the more and more you pray the prayer, especially when you can hear yourself praying the prayer, amen, you literally remove the darkness of the ignorance of your mind. You remove it from the mind so that the eyes of your understanding will be open, that you can recognize what you could not recognize before. Look, look, watch this shit. Let me show you what I mean. Look at Ephesians chapter 1. Look at verse 16. Verse 16. He said, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Do you see that? What are you praying, Paul? Look at verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So can't you see then, amen, that you're going to be a Christian all of your life and never ever tap into a lot of revelation, a lot of insight to things. Why? Because this man is having to pray that it happened. It seemed like it would just happen alone just because you believe in Jesus Christ. He says, amen, no, it's something that has to be prayed. Yeah. Well, then if I'm having to pray when I thought that God had already given me my freedom, my liberty, why am I having to pray, Paul? Because you're fighting against a spiritual realm, a spiritual realm that's fighting against you to keep you blind, to keep you ignorant so that you can't see. You have to pray your way through, hallelujah, so that you can see what you could not see before. Because until the light comes, you're in darkness. I often say, how can you get mad with somebody that's blind? If a blind man comes to your house stumbling over all your furniture and tearing stuff up, all the best you can do is pick it up, amen, and help him where he got to go. You can't get mad with him. He's blind. And when, when people are living in darkness, how you going to get upset with them? Come on now. We do, but we're not justified to do it. They always told me if you don't know, you just don't know. Because until you've been taught the truth, you don't know what the truth is. Think about that. Either one of those cars out there take you the way you want to go. If you can drive it. If you ain't been taught to drive it, amen, somebody give you the key right there, you're going to tear up a whole bunch of stuff trying to get out of here. Because you have not been taught to drive it. Amen. And there are some things, amen, we didn't know to teach our children. Just like there were a whole lot of stuff that they didn't know to teach us. 
And so this thing of ignorance become generational. And then we had a nerve, amen, to get mad at somebody call us ignorant. You want to get a black eye, call somebody ignorant. You're you finna get knocked down. Amen. But the truth is, ignorant means that there's some information I don't have. There's something I need to know that I don't know. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And I won't know until I find out. You agree with that so far? Look then. Let's read that right there. Now, this is good. In verse 17, he said, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Look at verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. You can be saved 20 years and never know what the hope of his calling is. What the hope of the calling, what is it now? What are the riches of the glory of his glory of the inheritance uh, in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward who? Toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, meaning he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also that which is to come. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Amen. And, he, and the Bible says he has given it all to the church. Yes. He gave it all to the church. Amen. Read it. You, you look, I didn't write the Bible. It's in there. It says he gave it all to the church. The church are literally, I hate to put a number on it because we're bigger than a number. But the church are little millionaires. They're wealthy. They're rich. And I'm not just talking about the material things and material goods. Even when you tell them they don't believe it, I declare they don't. I declare they don't. Why? Because they can't see it themselves. They're literally blind. And this is why Paul said this prayer has to be prayed. That the blindness will literally fall from their eyes. The scales fall from their eyes. If you don't believe, that when a person gets saved, that there are scales there. Let's talk to Mr. Paul, the one who wrote the, the epistles. The Bible tells me in the book of Acts chapter 9, when he got knocked off that mule or horse or whatever he was on, amen, the scriptures say he was blind for three days. All right, God said to a man named Ananias, I want you to go to Paul, he's waiting on you. I already spoke to him and told him that you're coming. When you go, I want you to pray for him. Ananias said, oh, Lord, not that guy. Paul the king, amen. The Lord said, go, amen. He will spare your life, amen. He won't kill you. He's waiting for you, all right? Ananias go and lay hands on Saul before he became Paul. Lays his hands on him, and the Bible says, watch this here, that the scale from this man's eyes How many of y'all listen? You can have two eyes and can't see nothing. You can have ears and you do and can't hear. And that's why it is absolutely imperative, indispensable, absolutely necessary that every child of God, amen, would not just pray, 
but pray. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get you, Pastor Crail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. One of y'all said it, you did, amen, when you're talking about worshiping God. So you don't come to God any kind of way. But we don't know that. And so when we first get saved, we come what? Just as we are. He knows that. Amen. At some point, he expects for us to do what? Grow spiritually. Glory be to God. Why? To get these scales off my eyes, the monkey off my back. Amen. So I can be something, go away and have something and do something. And not to live the rest of my life as a subject when I've been born a king. You can't handle that one, can you? I can show it to you. I got scripture. I got scripture. Amen. The Bible tells me in the book of Revelation chapter 5 that God has made us kings and priests unto God. That crowd ain't in your Bible. It's in mine and yours too. Revelation chapter 5. Uh, the, uh, 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 First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, said that God has made us royal priesthood. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. And he that was so very rich became poor that we, through his poverty, might become rich. And I think about all the years that I say that to people and I'm watching their faces as I'm teaching. They're looking at me just, I mean, you could tell they're blind. They won't even receive the truth when you tell them. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it take hearing it and hearing it and hearing it and hearing it, then you better hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. Amen. Until the scale falls off. God wants you to live good. Look at, look at your neighbor and tell them, because you don't believe it yourself, but say it out your mouth. Hear yourself saying it. Hear yourself saying it. God wants you to live good. God wants you to live good. Show do. Won't you live good? You deserve it. You're a child of God. You deserve every bit of it. Now you're going to have to, now you got to uh, jack me up. I'm going to jack you up. Here we go. Here we go. Five times or more, we read that the earth is the Lord's. Everybody look at me. Who does that, all that, that belong to? Huh? On the street out here, God Almighty, I better not say that. I better not use that street out there. <laughs> Somebody robbed and they say, I believe the, believe the pastor set them up. <laughs> but just think about it. Amen. Let's, let's go downtown Atlanta. Amen. Where you, where you got uh, multiple, multiple jewelry stores. Selling the best jewelry, gold, diamonds, and you name it, it's, it's in there, right? Is that right? Guess what God said? He says he is. Now watch this here. If I ask you right now, did God put all of this wealth in the earth? For those who oppressed others to get that wealth. Work people for nothing. I mean literally worked them for nothing so that they could get that wealth. Hello? 
Y'all talk to me. Was God in agreement with that? Y'all won't say, no, what's wrong with y'all? There's land I hear in Oconee County. And I'm talking about a whole bunch of land out there. One day, I'm riding through there, bringing my mother from Atlanta, bringing her home to my house. And she looked out across that field, and she just kind of keckled to herself. What's that, Mom? She said, you see all that cotton out there? I said, yeah. She said, I can go back and remember when we used to pick that cotton. I said, okay. She said it was ours. You're not listening. She said, these are her words. She said, all that, uh, all that land out there, Mars Hill. Anybody know about Mars Hill Road? Yeah, all that out there. She said, that belonged to black people. She said, they took that. Shut up for I slap you. She said, they took that. This is a, a Chinook. That's a Chinook. Amen. You hear that? That's an Indian name. There were Chinooks. Then in Wilkes County, amen, I heard about it. I heard about it. They had all kind of land. I, I mean, I mean, them folk were looking good. Look just like me and you. Amen. What was the story? They burned the courthouse down and, and could not duplicate those papers. Amen. And they took, they took all that land from those people. Y'all want me to keep going? People, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It ain't been that long ago, by the way. People, bless your little heart. People, let me tell you something. I can go back and remember being a child. Well, if they wanted to take something, they find a way to take it. They would find a way to take it. And if you didn't keep your papers to prove, amen, certain things, amen, they would take it. You may pay much and pay something off, amen, and you don't keep your papers, you better be able to keep your papers. And that's where our ancestors got that from, from packing papers in a drawer somewhere because they knew that if they didn't keep the proof of it, amen, it could be taken from them. Let me go ahead and make you real mad because you're looking at me all sideways and stuff. They put up a factory in any town and say, we're now hiring. And we're starting off with $18 an hour. Amen. Everybody run to get those jobs. Amen. I don't blame you. If you ain't got now, you need one. Amen. So you run to get the job. Amen. And then they began to tell you about the fine print in a job. You got to be there three years 
before you get this. You get two vacation days. A woman pregnant, amen, at leave time, amen, they give her a couple of weeks for leave time pregnancy, and she got to go right back to work, and she just had a baby. People, that's modern day what? What is that modern day what? Ain't that modern day slavery? Do you understand what that is, though? How many times have I heard people say they're going to dot my page? Yep. And we never look beyond those things. We never look beyond those things. We, that, that job can become a permanent job that you'll work on for 30 years trying to raise your children for that job, right, man? And you don't see anything beyond that. Yet what God made you for, what you came in this world to do, God purpose for your life, amen. You never even know what is the purpose for your life, what you're supposed to be accomplishing, what you're supposed to be achieving, what you're supposed to be having, and you die, amen, never even knowing. And if you don't watch it, you have beat all the vision out of your children. Wow. You are literally whip and beat all the vision out of them. Because you don't know how to steer and direct all the energy that you see. I mean, they're full of energy, man. They're full of, they full of pep. They got desire. They want to do things, man. And we suppress them because we don't know what we're supposed to do for them. So we just hold them back. I would say this before we leave. I don't know whether y'all know it or not. <clears throat> but when God needed a donkey to talk for him, he made him talk. Did you know that? When God needed a rooster to crow for him, he made him crow. I don't know whether you know it or not, amen, but that fish that swallowed up Jonah was God's fish. Did you know that? I just want you to know that it all belonged to God. Amen. So God says to the fish, get Jonah. Get him. And as soon as they threw him over, the fish scooped him up. For three days, the Bible says, and three nights, he was in the belly of a fish. When he repented to God, amen, and confess who God really was, amen. God said, spit him out, amen. He spit him out, amen. Oh, let me tell you something, amen. When God came and got 
the first 12 disciples to come and walk with him, amen, he saw that they struggled to make a living. So he said to the leader of the ring, which was Peter, he says to the leader of the ring, amen, push your boat out of the water a little bit. I want to use it for a minute. And Peter pushed the boat out in the water, and the Lord preached, amen, with Peter's boat and said, now, cast your net out there to the right side. The man told the truth. He said, we have tall all night. We are professional fishermen. We know how to catch a fish. Jesus said, cast the net to the right side. He cast the net to the right side. The Bible said he pulled in such a haul until the nets broke. Who who it belonged to, y'all? He was teaching them something that they would eventually learn. That they had the authority and the power to rule and reign on earth. On earth. That's what he taught them. When they had to pay their taxes, he said to Peter, go there there and fish and get the money out of there and pay your taxes and mines. Didn't he? Didn't he? Because it all belonged to him. You you, you need your taxes paid? Amen. Go get the money and pay our taxes. Are y'all listening to me? Because it all belonged to God. Last thing I say, I'll let you go. When they're trying to figure out, I know what he's telling us to do, but how are we going to do what he's doing? You know, he, he's walking in some type of power, some type of authority that we don't have. How, how does he expect for us to do it? Amen. So he says to them, come on, go with me. I'm going into Jerusalem. So the Bible said that they head to Jerusalem. They're a little scared because they don't want to be in that place. That's the place where he said he's going to be crucified. Amen. But he has that way. It ain't time for him to go yet. He's about to teach them a lesson. So he goes there and he passed by a tree. The Bible said that he desired that food would be. The Bible said that it was not seasoned for it. If it was not seasoned for it, then how is it, Lord, that you, that you wanted to be there? And you know it ain't the season for it. You made the thing. Amen. The Bible say he desired food from that thing, and it yielded him no food. Didn't it? Yes. Yet the scriptures say he knew that it was not the, the season for growing it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there were more into what he was doing than what it looked like he was doing. He was about to teach them the principle that I'm trying to tell you. That they had absolute mastery over everything. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Because, Because he walks in his tree and he said, you don't bear me no fruit. He said, you're cursed from the root. Amen. He walks on. Peter hears exactly what he said. And Peter is looking back. 
He cursed a tree. What was that about? He cursed a tree. Anybody know what that was about? And he goes, amen. He literally, amen, throw everybody out of church that day because they're selling stuff up in the house of God. Amen. And he said, my father's house shall be called the house of prayer. Oh, he's teaching up something, boy. Amen. You made it a den of thieves. So they watch and observing all of this. He takes them back, the Bible say, in the same direction, in the same place that he went. He's about to teach something. Amen. He goes through there. Peter passed the tree and said, he just cursed that tree. Everybody know if you cut a tree down, it'd be a long time for a chain color. Come on. Hey. It's gonna stay green. That one there died instantly. From the root, the Bible said. Amen. And Peter said, God, Lord, Lord, how soon? The, the tree withered and died. Now Jesus is about to teach mastery. Say mastery. Somebody say mastery. Because God has given us mastery. Watch this here. He said, oh no, our language, our vernacular. Peter, that's, that's nothing. Amen. But you see that mountain? If you shall speak to that mountain and command that mountain to be moved, amen, and don't doubt in your heart, but believe that that thing which you say shall come to pass, he said, you shall have whatsoever you say. So God has given us the earth, amen, and we don't know what to do with it. We're walking around expecting for things to just happen to us just because we found out. No, baby, you got something to do. Now that you have found out, you got something to do. You got to speak to stuff. If the Bible tell us, amen, that we should let the word of God dwell in us richly, you ought to be pouring it in every day, every chance you get. Come on, somebody. Because if it's the word that's empowering my spirit to speak the things, I need to empower my spirit so I can speak the things. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Glory to God. My brother, nothing should stay the same in your life just because that's what it is. You can change everything in your life. It don't have to stay that way. You can change it. You got power. You got authority. Hallelujah. You have to use those things that God has given to you. Hallelujah. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to him liberally and upbraid him not. Hallelujah. God said, you don't have enough to do with what you want to do it? He said, come and get it from me. Hallelujah. Because I want you to rule and reign with Christ in the earth. Good God Almighty. Y'all ought to let me quote at least one more scripture. One more. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. I'm not quoting what you don't know. I'm quoting what you don't do. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And you must start doing it. You have to start. 
God, I wish I was your age. Amen. And knew what I know. <laughs> you, hear, you hear me? You hear me? Amen. Or by the time I started learning this stuff and really learning it, amen, the clock was ticking. The clock was ticking. Oh, Lord, I don't got in my 50s. Oh, Jesus. Lord, have mercy. The clock ticking. It's ticking. Amen. Ah! Amen. Now I'm in the 60s. Oh, God. That's the reason I say get it while you're young. Don't play with it. Anybody can watch a TV. Can I tell you the truth, baby? Can I go ahead and make them all mad? Amen. They ain't making these TVs for nobody but you. They, they give you a bunch of stuff that y'all like. Drama. Amen. You want some own? You want some OWN? You want some BET? We'll give it to you all night, baby. Drama after drama after drama. Because that's what you like, baby. Lots of drama. Lots of drama. I asked my wife, I say, why don't they, why don't they give us something educated? Because we ain't got no taste for it. Because we ain't got desire for that. That's all right. That's all right. I'm finna get five. I'm finna get five. Amen. Amen. Notice that the producers and the directors, amen, they're not writing, amen, for us to go nowhere. They're entertaining us. Oh, I wish I had somebody to be up with me. All y'all sleep. All y'all sleep, amen. They ain't giving me nothing, amen, to move me to the next level, amen. They ain't giving me a lot of stuff, amen, to make me sit around and say what they said. Uh, and look, I started talking with them. Oh, uh, you know you're wrong. You did do it. You did it. Yeah, you did. All y'all just alike. That's all you do. <laughs> and you're being entertained by it. Entertained by it. That's what you identify with. You're identifying with that. They know you identify with that. I ought to rub your face. I ought to just rub it in. You're identifying with that. So all the movies they make, all of us got to be thirds. All of us thirds. You know what I mean? Bang, gang bangers. All of us. All of us, amen, we have no future, amen. All of us were born to live at least until we fought it, you know. Uh, you're either incarcerated or you're buried. And that's what they are designing for you. Are you listening to me? Look at somebody and say, surely my life is better than that right there. Surely my life, surely my life is greater than that. I tell you what I tell you. Surely my life is greater than that. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I was made to rule and reign with Christ. Romans 5, verse 17. Read it. Let's go home. Hallelujah. Come on, read it for me. For if by the one man's offense. Let's explain what that means. That's Adam. He messed it up for all of us. 
Read. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Do you hear me that the Bible said we're supposed to reign in life? That means, Brother Santel, we're not being whipped then with the circumstances of life. We're reigning over those things. We're not allowing the things of this world to beat us down, to beat us up, and to keep us in a, in a little box somewhere, afraid to really live. Afraid to cross the track, so to speak. We don't belong over here. Who told you that? Grab somebody by the head. Come on, take somebody by the head. Hallelujah. God Almighty. Hallelujah. God wants you to live good. I tell you, God wants you to live good. He wants you to have a great life. I said, God wants you to have a great life, an awesome life. Hallelujah. To be at peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. When he sent the comforter and the comforter came, he came to comfort you. Hallelujah. Not to live, amen, in bondage. Not to live, amen, with your lives all cluttered with Crazy stuff. Amen. God came to give you a great life. Hallelujah. You're born for a great life. You're fitting for a king and a queen. You're made for that. Hallelujah. That's what you're made for. Hallelujah. Been trying to tell you for years. My God, that's who you really are. You're queen. You're king. You're priest unto God. Hallelujah. 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 Father, I thank you today. I give you praise today for showing your people, Lord God, who you have made them to be in the name of Jesus. For you have called them from the womb. Hallelujah. They could have died in their mother's womb, but you brought them forth, oh God, for greatness, for power. Hallelujah. I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, these are people who are productive in life. Hallelujah. They make things happen in life. Hallelujah. They are the possessors of this earth. I give you praise, oh God. In the name of Jesus, possessors of heaven and earth, I thank you for it. These are heirs of God, joint heirs of Jesus Christ, the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. May for blessings. May for blessings. And God, I thank you for doing that for them. In the name of Jesus. Amen, somebody. Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the Word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. 
thank you and God bless you. 